Chapter 9, Part 2 Dad, Jazz was saying, as she and her father munched their way through their toast, can dolphins get hurt if they eat balloons? That's a very good question, replied Professor Jameson enthusiastically. The rate of decomposition of the minor balloon is considerably longer than that of the latex. Both pose significant risks to marine life. The ingestion of balloons, and thousands are washed up on the beaches every year, Yes, interrupted Jazz, but I just want to know what happens if a dolphin eats a balloon. Her father's eyes focused on her. I'm sorry, my dear. For a moment, I thought I was talking to my students. Well, the balloon can block the dolphin's gut. Would it die? It may do. But not always, said Jazz, thinking with horror of the dolphins who had already eaten the balloons before Finn had a chance to stop them. Not always, but if they eat a lot of junk, balloons, plastic bags, drinks bottles, plastic rubbish of any kind, their stomachs fill up with it. It's a very serious problem, Jazz. The ocean's being clogged up with all sorts of plastic rubbish. Somehow or other, when people throw things away, a lot of it seems to end up in the sea. And it's not only dolphins who suffer, you know. Whales, porpoises, turtles, fulmers. And then... What happens to them if their stomachs are full of plastic? Well, my dear, I'm afraid to say that they starve. I've got a paper on it here somewhere. Let me see. Under this pile. No, perhaps over there. Wasn't that a knock at the door? Oh, hello, Charlie. You're early this morning. And there too. And there's a girl with a little boy running up behind you. A few minutes later, all five children were in the lantern room breathlessly waiting for Finn, whose dad had cooked him a big breakfast with bacon and eggs and toast. You know what, son, said Mr McPhee, pouring himself a cup of strong brown tea. It's an amazing relief knowing that I don't have to keep Sylvie's secret from you any longer. I've been that afraid. I feel like a new man today. We'll be all right now, won't we? Yes, dad, of course we will, said Finn. Have the last piece of toast, said Mr. McPhee, dropping it on Finn's plate. I can't, I'm full, groaned Finn. It was a great breakfast, Dad. He pushed his chair back. I'll see you later. Where are you going? asked his father anxiously. To see my friends. What friends? You haven't got any friends. I'm not going back to sea today, Dad. It's okay, said Finn. I'm meeting up with the others from my class at the lighthouse. Where the balmy professor lives? You be careful, son. A scientist gets hold of you and there'll be experiments and examinations and nosy parkers and journalists from all over. Let's keep all this to ourselves, eh? Our secret. Sure we will, Dad, said Finn, thinking guiltily about how he'd already told the other children. I'll be back before the football starts on the telly, I promise. Here he is at last, said Charlie, as Finn's head popped up through the floor of the lantern room. We've told Kyla and Dougie. We had to, said Jazz. I hope you don't mind. It's okay, but don't tell anyone else, please, said Finn, whose father's warning about scientists and nosy journalists had shaken him. We couldn't if we tried, said Amir. Not if we don't want everyone to think we're crazy. I mean, all that sulky stuff. You had to be kidding us, weren't you, Finn? Finn felt his stomach drop. It's hopeless, he thought. 
They don't believe me. They'll just think I'm weirder than ever. Jazz broke the silence. Sit down, Finn. Look, there's a cushion for you. We want to know everything. I mean, how did you learn to swim like that? And all the leaping you did with that dolphin. You seem to understand each other. I didn't learn, said Finn awkwardly. I found I could just do it. And I don't understand it any more than you do. I felt a kind of, well, a change as soon as I fell into the sea. When I got home, I made my dad talk to me. He'd never told me about my mother. She died when I was only two. I don't remember her at all. But I knew as soon as he told me she was a dolphin selkie, a dolphin woman, that it made total sense. I understood everything then. Why I could swim. Why I felt sort of different from the rest of you. I just can't get my head round it, said Amir. It's not, it's not scientific. No, it's not, I know, said Finn unhappily, not knowing what to say next. He looked round at the children's puzzled faces and his eyes settled on Charlie, who was sitting a little apart from the others, leaning against the glass wall of the lantern room. The sun was right behind him and Finn couldn't easily read the expression on his face. He knew what it would show, though, scorn and rejection. But to his amazement, Charlie nodded. Not everything's scientific, he said. I know what you mean, Amir. I thought that yesterday. But we were round at my granddad's last night. He was a fisherman all his life, so I asked him about selkies and he knew all about them. He made sure my dad wasn't listening. Then he said, Believe me, Charlie, there's more in those old stories than you'd think. Lots of fishermen used to believe in selkies. Some still do, maybe. And who's to say they're not right, eh? He's great, my grandar is. If he says something's true, I'll believe it. Finn felt almost weak with gratitude. He'd expect Charlie to be the hardest one of all. It sounds like a fairy story, said Kyla happily. I love fairy stories, especially when they have a happy ending. My mum knows loads of stories, like the selkie one from Pakistan, said Amir. Magic ones with gins and that. My granny believes in them too. But I don't know. I mean, magic? It's not... Not... Scientific, repeated Finn, finishing the sentence for him. I know. I'm having trouble believing it too. What happened to your mum, Finn? said Jazz gently. She knows what it's like, thought Finn gratefully. Her mum died too. Aloud, he said. She was at sea, as a dolphin. She got caught in a fisherman's net. She died. My dad told me about that, said Charlie. He's accidentally killed dolphins a couple of times. His eyes rounded with horror. Hey, I hope he didn't... I hope one of them wasn't... It wasn't your dad, said Finn. I know it wasn't. How do you know she got caught in a net? asked Kyla. I mean, you wouldn't know if it was her or just an ordinary one, would you? Your mum might still be out there in the sea. There in the sea. My dad told me it was her, said Finn shortly. He knew. He found her. He didn't say any more. 
My dad thinks your dad did away with your mum, Dougie chipped in with relish. Shut up, Dougie, the others chorused, turning shocked faces towards him. Kyla, who was greedy for more sensational revelations, turned to Jazz. Was your mum really an African princess, she asked. Sort of. She was Ethiopian. There was royalty out there once. My mum was a cousin or something, said Jazz, looking solemn. My dad says so anyway. He always called her his princess. Charlie pursed his lips, weighing up the evidence. That doesn't mean anything. My dad calls my mum a clucky old hen. Cot feathers on her bum then, has she? Sniggered Dougie. There was a short silence. Jazz broke it. Do you want to be in the lighthouse crew, Dougie? Dougie nodded anxiously. Then get this. We don't ever, ever say anything bad about people's mums. Ever. Sorry, mumbled Dougie. Thank you, Jazz, thought Finn. What I want to know, said Amir, is how you did that leaping. Finn squirmed uncomfortably. I can't explain it. When I'm in the sea, I'm different. I can see and hear things, and there's this sort of power. You are lucky, said Kyla. I'm scared of the sea. I mean, when you think of all the things that could go wrong. As well as the leaping, Amir interrupted, ignoring Kyla. You seem to understand what the dolphins were doing. Thinking, almost. Can you speak dolphin language? I don't think they have a language. Not really, said Finn. Not like us. They whistle and make clicking sounds. There was one, the one I met first. I can recognise his whistle. It's somehow different from the others. I saw a programme about that, about animal communication, said Amir enthusiastically. Did you know that parrots... Do you mean the dolphin's whistle is like a sort of signature tune, interrupted Jazz. Yes, that's it, exactly.